Chip Sports Radio Network presents Get in the Game with Eric and Brian, exclusively on BlueChipBroadcasting.com. Welcome back into our living room, everybody. It is episode 96 of Get in the Game, and the gang is all here one more time. My name's Eric Davis. I'll be leading the way along with my partner, Brian Nelson. Did you say one more time? Are you saying this is our last podcast? I. That's kind of what no, I no, inferred no. from what he sways. Did what do you guys think? No. That kind of felt that way, didn't it? No, that's what I heard. Uh, <laughs> One I more I time. How could we stop on ninety six? <laughs> that would just be like <laughs> that's weird. Okay, how about if I said once again? Are you there? Yeah. Okay, we'll take that. Uh, back into our living room once again. Eric's here. Brian's here. The kid Jordan Santa Maria is with us, and the professor, Mister Reggie Wright. We're all here, and it is our NFL preview after two weeks. Um, you know, no big deal. We kind of cheat. We get a, a little bit of a look in to uh, to what's going on this year, and uh, hopefully that'll help our pick. Generally, it does not, but we'll give it a shot tonight anyway. But let's talk a little NFL after we talk about the question of the day. The question of the day today, gentlemen, what is a better sports month? October or March? Oh, Eric, easy one, easy one, big dog. First of all, March, March in uh, in 1996, March 12th, the kid Jordan San Maria was born. <laughs> <laughs> so March, March is easily March is easily the best month. Well, you came out swinging, huh? Oh, For that man, <laughs> I think that was a softball. <laughs> And not only did the kid play college basketball in his career. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll, I'll see your March 12th, Jordan, and I'll raise you on October 13th, 1986. We'll get there. That was when the professor was born. And we, so, uh, you know, Eric, we're going to have to hash this out, buddy. Brian and Eric, you don't have to share your birthday. It's, it's okay. <laughs> well, they ain't in March or October, I can tell you that. So I think Eric is his single digits. <laughs> we were going 96, 86. What, what are you in, the, like the teens? Uh, uh, but March for me, it's easy. College basketball, one of the greatest sporting events ever. It's twenty four seven. It's happening all the time. It's it's the sixteen seed versus the one seed. It's 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 nuts. Everybody gets a chance. It's it's win or go home. I, I just don't. I mean, for me, that it, there's nothing better. Well, that is your generation. Everybody gets a chance. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Coming out swinging. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, here's, here's the thing about March. I, I do love spring training. I do love March Madness. NBA's kind of the getting towards the uh, end of the season. But come on, October, the leaves are turning. It's comfortable and cool outside. The air's finally crisp and clean again. <laughs> You've got the NFL going full bore. You've got the NBA starting. You've got college football. And, of course, the best sport in its postseason, postseason baseball, something that matters every single night for the entire month of October except for two days at the end of October when the teams are traveling back and forth. Not a better month than October. Brian, okay. you were talking about you were talking about leaves changing. I thought you were going to go like hiking or something like that. I was trying I was trying to figure out well, where those are what I do on those two days. There. There's no World Series there games. You go. <laughs> uh, 
Oh man, you know what? I uh, I gotta agree with Jordan. There is no other time of year that will force me to, you know, whip out four devices: a laptop, a uh, a smartphone, an iPad, and then a television set to have four games going on at one time. Um, I have always loved March Madness. I, I you know, I, I love the Cinderella stories, the the craziness, the upsets, the, uh, you know, even chalk, you know, when, when two really good teams match up, that's really fun. Um, there's no tournament in the world of professional or amateur sports like it. Although I will say come next year, I may change my tune because in the CBA coming up, guys, they've been talking about expanding the MLB playoff field to 14 teams. That could be really interesting because I understand Brian's argument in that, you know, in October, there's a lot of other things going on. In March, you've got, you know, college basketball, and that's that's pretty much it. That's all um, you need. But, but yeah, <laughs> and, and that's kind of that's, that's where I sit, Jordan. So I, I'm, I'm with you there, but... Uh, Man, the MLB expands to 14 teams. Well, think about that how fun re- last year. I mean, last year sucked with COVID and everything, but think about how fun that best of three oh, yeah. series were Heck when you yeah. had four playoff games starting at nine o'clock in the morning till like 11 o'clock at night. I mean, for like four or five straight days, that was awesome. Yeah, give me a dose of Cinderella and and upsets and three game series or you know you know a, a game five uh, best of five matchup or whatever with uh, in the MLB um, on a Friday night and then on Saturday night you're, you're tailgating getting ready to watch you know Fresno State take on UCLA or something like that you know and go dogs and, uh, <laughs> man that that sounds pretty appealing uh, I you know that that could that could pull me over to October I, I think right now I sit in March but man and then October Sunday would afternoon, be real cool Sunday afternoon or Sunday night it's uh Seahawks Niners yeah oh, oh. <laughs> I will tell you that there is not even a question in this because you've got in October you've got college football in the NFL. You've got MLB playoffs and the start of the NBA. You have hockey going on. There's just so much for a sports fan that, you know, to, to think that it, I love March because of March Madness, but that is it because you're in the grind of the NBA season. You're in uh, spring training for baseball. Um, there's no such a football is finished. And I, you just cannot compare the Thursday through Sunday experience in October. Period. Okay, okay. You know, grand scope of things, Eric, sure. You know, I buy, I, 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 you know, I'm picking up what you're throwing are, down. I get that. But grand scope of things? Let me ask you, what sport has the best playoff structure in terms of uh, most intriguing, most entertaining, most exciting? What, what sport is that? In your opinion, I know I see where you're going with that, and well, it's, know, it's the urgency. It, the urgency of the NCAA did. tournament is different, way different. Why not? not what's do different? You, do you, what's let me different? let me ask you this, Eric. Do you fill out a, an MLB bracket? <laughs> do, you, do you fill? Do you are you we, picking? Uh, are you picking the wild card team? You know, we did. By the way, we did. <laughs> <laughs> six yeah, months ago yeah uh, i'm talking to, yeah yeah and that's by the way true. we all have a lot more teams that might be in the playoffs that we picked than originally we did so, so thank you um, st louis cardinals so here's the difference with it with it with the nc2a tournament that does make it different is that the 
the, the, the sheer size of it, the 60, what is it? 68 teams now that make yeah. it and get the, the, the 15 over the two that that first Thursday, Friday is incredible. And after that, it basically goes chalk with, with one or two upsets along the way. But that first weekend and it's something special, but that's one weekend in the entire month. That Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday of round one and round two are phenomenal. But let's give them two weekends of the entire month. In October, I am talking, you can find compelling MLB playoff action, uh, compelling NC2A football action, compelling... Um, uh, and if you're going to uh, find NFL a good NFL match, game... Yeah, you, you, can, you can find something compelling each and every weekend. You might even find a marathon where Kip Chogi's running in October. Okay, I'm in. October. I'm, I'm sold. I'm wow. sold. That's how we're pulling he Reds went, to the dark side. He went huh? to the truck car, baby. <laughs> he went to the Kip Chogi car. Uh, <laughs> that's it, not even hey, right. Hey, the leaves are turning hey. as he's hitting, you know, mile hey, yeah. 25. <laughs> I've been born in single digits, but I am not stupid. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I still though, right. like, I mean, I hear you, I hear you, but uh, like, okay, let's say, let's say, let's say red, oh man, let me, th- well, let, let, let me give me. you this. If you're a pro sports fan, October is the month for you because it's the only month of the year where all three major sports f- leagues are playing at the same time. Right. Sure. If you are a and college football's in there too. True. And then you add basically exciting, a fourth. But- professional sports yeah. league um <laughs> but where you compare it you're basically we're comparing the ncaa tournament to the accessibility of nfl ncaa nba and major league baseball postseason you know it's it's the quality versus quantity and not that to well, minimize the quality of the october games but there is so much quantity in october there is something literally every single night that has a yeah. major impact and let me, let me throw one out to Jordan that I don't think he's thinking about, which just shocks me based on who he's married to. But the <laughs> Premier League going on over, uh, just saying. God, we can't even get Premier League games. You have to have, like, special access to watch the Premier League games. That's uh, it's yeah. the Premier League. But hey. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's my only problem with the Premier League. But Come on over to the October side. The professor's birthday's there. I think no. you can have <laughs> My other thing about March, though, fellas, is, I mean – kind of going to Brian's point, the non-sports fan or kind of the, the average sports fan, like, mm-hmm. I mean, we are the the super fans, right? We watch everything. So, I mean, that's, I, I understand where you guys are coming from for October. I watched the Cornhole Championship last Saturday. <laughs> it's on ESPN2. Wow. Riveting. Riveting. That's so great. Wow. <laughs> Sponsored by Johnsonville Brock. <laughs> but, but in March, I mean, you're gathering so many people. You're gathering alumni. You're gathering... Grandma, grandpa, brother, sister, just to fill out a bracket, and everyone becomes invested in in this sole purpose in March that I think is different than any other sporting event, and I think that's kind of what makes it the premier thing on the calendar that everyone looks forward to for for sporting fans and, and, and non fans. You know what? I got to be honest with you. Like, I get, I get that there is something every day in October, and in and it's in March. It's just you know Thursday through Sunday. You know, for like a consecutive four weekends in a row or whatever. Um, it's only two weekends in a row, actually. Did you well, have you the got, first and second round? And then the sw- okay, three, 
three weekends. Because well, then you got the Saturday, Saturday final, Monday, Final Four, yeah, yeah Saturday, yeah. Monday. Um, but okay, so three weekends. But still, I mean, if if I have the opportunity to watch Tampa Bay versus the White Sox or something like that, you know, for three and a half hours, or I mean, I don't even care, like Loyola Chicago versus. Out, you know, Alcorn State. I don't care. I'm gonna watch the Alcorn State Loyola Chicago game because it's a one and done. It's I'm on the edge of my seat the whole time. Um, you know, I'm watching guys whose names I can't even pronounce, and I'm I'm all about it. <laughs> uh, and you know, do I really care if Randy Arozarena draws a walk in the fourth inning of a three-two ball game in in the middle of October? I mean, now if the Giants are in, that's different. You know, I'll, I'll watch sure. that. Um, and you know. Like, the NFL is entertaining, um, and, you know, sh- college football is entertaining, but it's regular season, so you're not missing a ton. But there is nothing like – you know, the chips are down. The chips are down in March, and, and it's just nuts. It's well, bananas. It's, it's back There's to the nothing urgency. like it. It's constant game sevens. Exactly. And I Constantly. Think, I think that's the fun thing, though, about March too, Reg, is that, you know, we kind of get caught up like, oh, the Giants, you know, the Niners or the Raiders or the Warriors, right? Like, we're on our team. Sure. You might have one team in that tournament that you're following, and then the rest you're just rooting for them because you chose them on the bracket, or you know. I will tell you, most of the time, most of the time, my team is not in it. So you know, like <laughs> right. I'm all so. about like you know, I'll, I'll take Long Beach State. I give would me, say about ninety nine percent of the time his team is not in it. Ninety nine point five percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know who that well, team is, yeah. you have not listened to any of our episodes before. <laughs> It is oh. the Cal Golden Bears. So well, they did beat Sac State barely last weekend. Oh, gosh. I, I think that we have kicked this one to death. <laughs> and clearly, uh, Brian and I are correct. It is October. So we'll move oh, on. Oh, my goodness. Isn't it uh, a shock <laughs> that the old guys pick the fall month and the young guys pick the, the urgent urgency game? In Spring, urgency baby. Month. Spring break. That's Let's right. go. There we go. Let's Ian back Rich. to there get back go. to Jordan's birthday. <laughs> And a big old party. There we go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And again, everybody gets a chance. So let's, <laughs> let's expand the field, Jordan. Yeah, let's, Seriously. Let's, talk, let's move to the NFL and let's talk about the seven teams. Seven teams are 2-0 and already. And my question to you is, does 2-0 and mean anything? And uh, let's look at those 2-0 and teams. What, what's interesting, five of them, five, come from the NFC and AFC Western divisions. So let's start out. Gentlemen, what is your impressions on Tampa Bay's 2-0 and start? Well, they're the defending champs. They brought everybody back. And the schedule makers were really nice to them in the fact that they gave them the Cowboys who are okay. Recovering with Dak Prescott. Yeah, they're okay. Right. But can't play defense. And Atlanta, who, let's be honest, outside of Jacksonville, might be the worst team in the NFL. And that was who they got started with. We'll learn a lot about the Buccaneers this Sunday because they go to SoFi Stadium to play the Rams. Now we're going to get an understanding of how good they really are. And they've been at home for both of those games. They've been been at home for forever. Since last year's last game, they've been home. Yeah. Yeah, Tampa Bay has had it easy, but they have taken care of their business. Let's talk about Denver. Jordan, what do you think about Denver? They beat Jacksonville and the New York Giants both on the road. 
Not saying much. Not saying much. Jacksonville, you know, Trevor Lawrence, rookie quarterback. They're still trying to figure out, you know, who they are and what their identity is. The Giants, I don't think very highly of the Giants. <laughs> the Giants are the Giants. I mean, <laughs> because of their division, sometimes, you know, they can squeak in and make things interesting. But Daniel Jones, I mean, literally throws more interceptions than he does completions. Saquon Barkley's coming back from injury. Um, so, again, like, and I they, think... And they jump offside on a 50-yard field goal. Horrible. Yeah, that was just horrible. <laughs> on the last play of the game. But I will say that I think Teddy Bridgewater... Teddy Bridgewater is the real deal. And like, they got some receivers that can play. And, yeah, Cortland Sutton. I know Jerry Judy just went down for six weeks, but Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick are going to help them. Um, and Von Miller's healthy. And Von Miller's healthy, which he hasn't been healthy they're, in a long time. They're, so They're a scary team. They'll be competitive. I don't think the 2-0 and is necessarily the real deal, especially with the division. All right, all right. But it is important to know that any road wins in the NFL are pretty significant. So, you know, they have at least done that on the road. How about Carolina, Reg? Are you buying Carolina? They've beaten the Jets and New Orleans both at home. Uh, you know, I think I think New Orleans could be an impressive win. The Jets, the Jets are, in my opinion, I think they're the worst team in the league. I know Brian uh, – Threw Atlanta's hat in the ring. Um, the no, Jets. I, Jacksonville's hat is in the ring. I just threw the others as possible. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I I think the Jets are awful. The Jets are are awful. I mean, I think I think they're just awful. So um, <laughs> how do you really think, Reg? <laughs> <laughs> they're awful. They are awful. Uh, He's so, an adjective. All he can use is awful. <laughs> I mean, uh, the, this is a family show, so the other words aren't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I had about uh, four others, but I had to substitute awful. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's a wait and see for me on Carolina. I, I'm not a big Sam Darnold fan. Um, you know, I, I it's kind of, it's kind of it's same deal with uh, you know Brian was talking about Tampa Bay. Let's let's wait and see what they look like when they play somebody. I'm I'm kind of feeling the same way about Carolina. I got to tell you, I do like Matt Rule though. I, I I think he has got them pointed in the right direction. So I'm 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 kind of I'm kind I, of interested. I think they're do. trending in the right direction. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about Las Vegas, and I get to do this one. Oh, they have beat- <laughs> hold on, what what is going on? How do you get to do Vegas? Well, that means he's probably going to give you the Niners. So <laughs> okay, all right, deal, 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 deal. And they have beaten Pittsburgh. And they have looked really pretty good doing it. I got to tell you, I think right now, of all the teams that are 2-0, and that is the most impressive 2-0 and of, of anybody. Baltimore and Pittsburgh. And, and Derek Carr has been phenomenal. So I'm liking what I see out of the Raiders right now. They are playing well. Eric, I'm surprised, actually. See, that, thank you for finally giving the Raiders and Chucky. Uh, hey. And, uh, well, when we get to our postseason picks, we'll see how much he really oh, thinks gosh. of the Raiders. <laughs> thank you when, for finally when, giving us our, our, our flowers, you know? I, I've when, been waiting to hear this from you. When it is due, it is due. I will not withhold praise when it is due. Now, I, so I, right, I will say, I though, that, Eric, I am worried Josh Jacobs has been hurt, and that's a big piece of what we do, and Derek Carr saved us. In the first two games, I don't know how much he saves you throughout the season without a healthy Josh Jacobs. Well, you get the Dolphins this yeah. week at home. That, to me, that is one of the biggest games of the year for the Raiders. That's not because game. Miami's any good, but because Miami's not very good. You better win. You better win that game. Right. And the Raiders in the past 
we'll have lost lose, that one. Hundred percent, and I, I agree. But I think the one thing that just before we get off the Raiders, Gus Bradley has been the biggest difference in the whole Raiders organization. Him coming in as the defensive coordinator, <clears throat> and them getting guys like KJ Wright and Denzel Perriman and Casey Hayward, guys that have played with him in the past totally have changed what we do and max crosby is a beast right now he, he looks like one of the best yeah. pass rushers in the league so so there you go there you go the raiders on a roll brian how about the Rams? they have uh, taken on indiana and chicago and they beat them both um they're scary they're scary offensively um i like them defensively i worry about them defensively because if anything happens to either aaron donald or jalen ramsey they got problems. They don't have the depth defensively that some of these other 2-0 and teams and teams that we think have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. But as far as if everybody's healthy and play it, you know, they are scary good. And Stafford in that offense, they, in my opinion, they will be one of the top three or four teams in the NFL in scoring this year. I don't think they're going to be number one but because, because they play in the toughest division in the NFL, whereas, you know, Brady gets to play New Orleans and Atlanta four times. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but I think, and they get to play the NFC East too, or AFC East. So I, I think that they're, they're going to score a lot of points. I, I'm going to say they're going to score close to 500 points this year, the Rams wow. will. Wow. Okay. All right, Reggie, what do you think about Arizona? They have beaten Tennessee and Minnesota. I, you know, I kind of like Arizona. I, I like him a lot. I like, uh, I, I mean, I think, you know, Kyler Murray, this is what, his third or fourth year in the league? Third year in the league. So, you know, he's had a couple years under his belt. Um, they, they were knocking on the door last year. I think they've, they've done nothing but improve since he took over the reins at quarterback. I think uh, they're moving in the right direction. I think the Tennessee win is no small win. Um, so, I mean, I, they're, they're in the mix for sure. I like them. I, I think they, they, they – out of the what have we talked about four or five teams now? I, I would say that they're in the top half of the the four or five teams that we've thrown out so far. I'm going to give you a comparison. To me, Arizona is the Raiders of the NFC. Sure, and I don't That's mean that in a negative way. It's yeah. they're a team that has gotten off to fast starts and faded for sure. So the question is, are they going to finally play a full? And now it's 17 game season, or are they going to be you know seven and three? And then limp to nine and eight and hope to hang on to get into the playoffs. That's that's what I don't know. That's going to be the part that's going to be interesting, especially again playing in that nasty, nasty NFC West. Jordan, the seventh and final team are the Niners. They've went on the road. They beat Detroit and Philadelphia. The one thing I'll say about the Niners is that they've been resilient. That's what I will say. Two and zero start with all the running backs that have went down with uh, one of your main corners and Verrett going down, um, it, it's been a struggle, right? I mean, it, it's not ideal for the Niners to have to go in and play those games that injured, um, and it's kind of scary, I think, with you guys being Niner fans and seeing these this many again, injuries again, again and this early. Um, but to your guys' credit, you're 2-0. and you're, you're trucking along. You, on the road. On the road. On the East Coast. On the East Coast. Jimmy G has actually looked better than what I thought he would be. I thought he would kind of be really bad the first four or five games and Trey Lance would take over. That was just my opinion. But Jimmy G, to his credit, has been able to find guys. Like Debo Samuel looks like a guy. Like he looks like a player. 
Like he's a breakout candidate in my opinion. Um, and the defense has been good. I mean, the Niners defense healthy has always been good. Um, but you guys are starting to show again, I would say the key word resiliency in the early start of the season. Yeah. I, I like the fact that they haven't looked great. Um, only because I, I, I'm hoping they're building to something, but that, that, that is not that the, the two teams they beat, not very impressive. I think Detroit is one of the worst teams in the league and Philadelphia may have the least talent, except Jalen hurts kind of helps, but, uh, that I, I am not impressed with what they've done, but I am really happy that they've gotten through that, that, that road trip too. And I think Sunday night will be fun seeing what they can do with, with green Bay. And if they can slow Aaron Rodgers down, who had a much better night, last night than he did in week one. So the question now is after we've looked at those seven teams that are two and oh, five of them belong to the NFC or AFC West, which conference is better, the AFC West or the NFC West? Uh, to me, it's the NFC West. I don't even think it's that close uh, because I think you have Kansas city. In my opinion is still the class of the AFC West. I just think you, you have the best player in the NFL under the age of 40. <laughs> Two, uh, <laughs> in Mahomes, and as long as Mahomes plays, Kansas City's dangerous. Uh, their offensive line got fixed. After that, I think there's still a lot of question marks. You've got an up and coming Denver team. You've got the Chargers with Herbert and some of the talent they have, and then you've got the Raiders who have been as impressive as anybody. But the track record of those three teams is not great. Whereas you look at the NFC West, you've got three teams that have all been in the Super Bowl fairly recently um, and have won Super Bowls, and then you have Arizona, who's has the question mark. So, you know, whereas the AFC West, you have one for sure and three maybes. In the NFC West, you got three for sures and one maybe, and the one maybe might be as talented as any team. Uh, to me, so the NFC West is just stronger, and that's why I think it's going to be tough for the NFC West, though, in my opinion, they have four of the best seven teams in the NFC that they will struggle to get more than two teams into the playoffs because they're going to beat up on each other and their records aren't going to be as good as maybe a team playing in a lesser division. Yeah, That is going to be a thing to watch. Is there anybody that has a different take than that? No, I'm right on with Brian. I mean, I think even to the point, just look at the quarterback play, right? I mean, if you look at the NFC West, you got – Jimmy G may be the, the lower half of the league at the quarterback position, but then you go Stafford, Murray, and Russell Wilson. Like, that is a monster league. And then star power-wise, you still got guys like Aaron Donald, one of the best players in the league, Chandler Jones. I mean... George Kittle. George Kittle. I, all the guys on the Seahawks, all the offenses, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. I mean, that, that conference is loaded. It's not close. Well, and you look at it, Jimmy G may be the fourth-best quarterback in his division but he might be the sixth best quarterback in the NFC. Right. I yeah. mean, that, that just gives you an idea of how talented that, that division is. Because you take any of those four teams and put them in any of the other three divisions, and they are going to finish no worse than second, and they would be a prohibitive favorite in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, Alabama might be a prohibitive favorite in the NFC East, but <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. So. Yeah, see, I think I think if you put the two conferences together, like if it was just a just a one, the two divisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, the two divisions. If you put them together and made it an eight team division, I think, in my opinion, I, I still I still like the Chiefs. I think they're the class of of those eight teams. But then I'd probably take the four 
NFC West teams mm-hmm. before I take another AFC West team. The Raiders are right there, you know, maybe, um, you know, on par with Arizona, I think we talked about. Um, but then, you know, I'm not buying the Broncos yet. I'm not buying the Chargers. They're there. They're, they're but I wouldn't want to play them. It, no, exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's the but, key. Yeah. Yep. Those games would scare you. All I look right. at some of these other teams. I'm like, no, nope, nope, not scared <laughs> at all. Yeah, I, th- I, I think I think we all agree. I think the NFC West is strong top to bottom, and everybody knew that coming in, and they have played to that level so far. Speaking of somebody else who's played to that level um, and has done it for a year or two maybe, Tom Brady. Nine touchdown passes through his first two games. Yeah, that kid's going to be good. Uh, you know, <laughs> he's, he's got a bright future, that Tom Brady. You, you know, they love the pace. You know, he's on pace for... You know, because he did some baseball. T- oh, he's on pace for 100 home runs. Well, it never <laughs> happens. He's on pace for 76 touchdown passes. <laughs> oh, there are teams that, there are divisions that aren't going to score 76 touchdowns combined. <laughs> NFC East. Um, it's what he's doing is amazing. And yes, he's surrounded himself with a lot of talent. Yes, the rules have really helped him because he doesn't get hit. But to do what he's able to do, the accuracy to me is the thing that is so impressive from him. He still is pinpoint control with the throws. They may not have quite this, the same, you know, behind them, but they are still thrown in the exact spot at the exact time, and they're easy balls to catch. I think that's just what makes him so special and so unique. It came out uh, this week that he thinks he can play until he's 50. I wouldn't put it against him. I think he can, too. With that kind of team, he could. As long as Giselle says yes, he might yeah. be all right. <laughs> I mean, why not? Well, it, why it not? actually says he, he said he's going to play to 50, but no, no matter what his his body tells him or his wife. That was a direct <laughs> quote. So, yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> On the wife part. The body yeah. part, you know, that kind of, but the, no, the wife's like, no, we're done. But, you know, when, you so, get, when you're making $40 million a year, the wife doesn't mind that either. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's got to. They got to keep her in the lifestyle she's become accustomed. But I think she provides plenty of her own income in that lifestyle. Just so you know. <laughs> well, I don't think she's providing forty million a year plus. Oh, but I bet it's closer than you think. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, here's here's the thing. I've got to tip my hat, and I've got to give it to him. I haven't wanted to, but there is no way you can deny that he is the goat. Um, the, the the way that he's done it over over time <laughs> and the champion, he is the goat. As much as it hurts me to say that, I just want to tell everybody that was not a sound effect. That was Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have blamed that on the board, man. <laughs> so, let's move on from the oldest quarterback and let's drop in and let's start talking about the young pup. There are five first round draft picks. Uh, currently playing in the NFL. Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and Trey Lance. Who of those five will be really good? This year or in the next five years? Because the answer is Zach different. Wilson. <laughs> no. That poor guy. Oh, That's going to be man. a no for me on both accounts. <laughs> there, there is not a hole deep enough that that guy could find to hide in. I, I, oh. My heart goes out. And you know what? Guy. They haven't given him any help. He has no, no help, no talent. No. They're awful. They're awful. I've Here's said it six times earlier. I'll say it again. They're awful. 
he he is playing. He is he is that typical talented guy that gets just put in a wrong place. He has been sacked ten times. He's thrown five picks. Um, you know, he is throwing for two hundred thirty yards a game, but he just he doesn't have any help and. and and the Jets are awful. And remember, so that's Max- against two average teams in New England and Carolina. That's not even against like really good teams. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, that's yeah. How about scary. Jones? I love Mac Jones. I think I think Mac Jones got put in the best situation, probably out of any of the quarterbacks to succeed right now. To succeed right now. I mean, he's a Bill Belichick guy. They 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 ousted Cam Newton, which. I don't necessarily agree with, but they gave Mac Jones the position. He doesn't have to look behind his shoulder, and he can kind of just play within himself. He can make the short, intermediate throws. The offensive line is good enough. The defense is good enough. Now, they don't have enough weapons for him, but if he doesn't turn over the ball and they kind of just you know continue to move the chains, he's always going to be in games. Now, are they going to be a good team this year? I don't think so, but he'll probably be the best performing out of any of the rookie quarterbacks. Statistically, he will have the best numbers and the interesting thing is based upon the fact Andy Dalton got hurt mm-hmm. four of the five quarterbacks will play significant uh, games this year the one that may not because of where his team is the guy playing in front of him and because the need isn't there is the guy that I think still has the, the potential to be the best of the five because of the skill set and the system in which he plays in and that's Trey Lance. I mean, Trey Lance, we saw he might only get into a handful of games. Now, if Jimmy G gets hurt this week, that that all changes. Watson agrees with me. Um, <laughs> but to me, he is set up long-term to be the most successful of all of them. Mac Jones has the is set up to be successful, but I think Lance, with his skill set, has a chance to be exceptional whereas i think matt jones has a chance to be really good Mm -hmm. i think lance has a chance to be special if it all works out and if he can not have to play much this year i think that's a huge help i think as i look at him i I think you're 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 pretty close to spot on with trey lance i think he is in the best situation long term and i think it will be to his benefit not to take the beating that the other four guys are going to take this year and that of all the teams that we're talking about, the Jets, the Patriots, the Jags, and the Bears, Lance is the only one that's on a good team. Let's just, you know, Trey Lance has talent around him. Now then, the guy that I think will be the best, even though he's off to a bit of a rocky start, the guy I think is going to be the best is Trevor Lawrence. Two touchdowns, five, or four touchdowns already, five interceptions. He's only been sacked twice. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot. He has dropped back to throw 84 times. He's only been sacked twice. And I think that's something key to know or key to realize. I think the five interceptions are high, but as he learns how to read the defenses better, and I've got all the confidence in the world that he will, um, I think that arm and that quarterback talent is elite and will lift to Jacksonville eventually. Not this year. But you watch what he does next year, and then you watch really in year three uh, when he gets really comfortable in his own skin. I, I love Trevor Lawrence. I think, I think Eric, I think you're spot on. I think um, if you were to pick one guy to kind of build around, it would be Trevor Lawrence out of those five guys. You know, he's the one who has the highest ceiling. Um, 
And you know, I think I think as as Jacksonville continues to to put pieces in place, I think you're I think you're exactly right. I think I think he's going to end up um, really blossoming in in that system. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. And here's the other thing to realize: wow. they they drafted the guy that was supposed to take pressure off of him in the running game and his college team at Travis Etienne, and Etienne blew out his ACL before he ever got in a game. So that has definitely limited some of their big playability and what I think Urban Meyer wanted to do offensively. And, you know, they're just so thin at the skill position that it's just going to be – this is going to be tough, mm-hmm. really. But, but it's going to the- take three drafts for them to get a chance to be competitive. Well, that's what I'm saying. In his third year, watch him. But here's the, here's the thing. He is not taking the beating that the other guys are. Only two sacks. I mean, heck, Justin Fields only got on the uh, on the field for you know a part of the game, and he's got, already been sacked twice. Um, but Trevor Lawrence, uh, every snap, eighty-four dropbacks, two sacks, eighty-four passes. That's not including how many times he's dropped back and run, um, but only two sacks. So he is going to come out of it whole, and I think that'll be invaluable. So uh, nobody talked about Justin Fields. I just. When have the Bears ever had a good quarterback? Let's just be honest. <laughs> the first one will be the the next one will be the first one. Uh, and I, I don't know. Grant. I like there's certain parts of his game I like, but there's just a part of me that just doesn't. I don't know. I just don't know. I think I think I like Justin Fields like as an individual quarterback talent. I don't like what he has around him. And I don't know how that will change. Like to me, the Bears haven't been good offensively in forever. And I think again, he would have been a guy who really would have benefited from sitting a good chunk of the year mm-hmm. behind a guy like Andy Dalton, who he could learn and watch how it goes and develop because he's still very raw. Yep. Mm-hmm. And to him so to now have to be thrown into it, trouble. It's because even when Dalton gets healthy, you know, unless Fields has just been atrocious. Do you really play Dalton at that point? It's going to be that's a tough thing for for the you now, know for the Bears to decide what, upon. That's going to be hard. Once Fields is in, he's in. He's under center the rest of the year, which is kind of where he's at right now. But here's what I, I here's how I look at Justin Fields, and I don't know if this is fair or unfair, but he reminds me, and I think he will have a kind of a career arc. Uh, very similar to Cam Newton. Oh, um, I think so. Yeah, his his physicality. I, I don't think he is an elite arm. Um, I think he is got his capability. I think he's strong. Um, I think he's probably smart, but his style is going to take a toll on his body and probably end his career sooner than it needs to be. Um because he doesn't have as elite of an arm uh, as some. So um, I, I just, I, I don't know if that's a good comparison or not, but I could see the same thing or some, something similar uh, to Cam Newton, who he, that, that's a good career. I mean, he had yeah. a couple of years where he was really good. Yeah. Cam Newton went to a Super Bowl. He, uh, yep. I mean, he, yeah, he was a superstar for a while. See, I, I think, I, I mean, I don't even, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I maybe I'm off, but I I don't even see him being that good. I kind of I kind of think of like a Tyrod Taylor type, you know, mm-hmm. like where he's 
you know, he's he's average. He he plugs a hole and he's somewhat reliable, dependable. Kind of gets the job done, well, but he's nothing. Maybe a Teddy Bridgewater. He gets hurt every yeah. time he steps on the field. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. You know, take the injuries aside. I, I'm just talking about like like just kind of his his skill set or or what he brings. You know, he's just he he's there, and I you know I I, I just don't see him having superstar potential, you know, and I, and I think Cam Newton at the beginning of his career was very much in the upper echelon of the NFL in terms of quarterbacks, you know? Hmm. Well, and I think the expectation I, in Chicago is that Fields is going to be a superstar. Yeah. that's And I, and I think that may be unfair. Yeah. Well, they expected that of Bisky. They expected that of, um, uh, Cutler. They've expected that of a lot of people. And that hasn't happened. Um, so that's our quarterback conversation. But what we need to do now as we round the corner and start heading for home is let's start talking about what the end of the season looks like. And before we get to our playoff teams and, and a real quick shot at what the Super Bowl might look like, let's talk about our dark horses. And that can take on a lot of different meetings. It can, it, you know, so let's start with Jordan. Uh, do you have a dark horse or dark horses that you, you're, you're looking at this year. Ooh, I'll, I'll tell you, I had one in the beginning of the year, and then that changed due to injury. I thought the Redskins were going to be one of the dark horses just because of how bad the NFC East was. I thought the defense was overwhelming, and I thought a little Fitz magic would have kind of occurred. Like he was so good last year, um, and I thought coming into this year he could have really made an impact. And then unfortunately, he got hurt. Um, but I think, I don't, I don't know if it's a dark horse cause they've been kind of perennial, you know, a really good team. They're traditionally always, you know, in the playoffs, but I think the Ravens could make the jump to get into the Super Bowl. Whoa. Okay. okay. Wow. I yeah, like, that's... I like Lamar Jackson a lot. And I know that at times when he's in the pocket, he kind of makes a little bit of risky moves. I mean, I know that they're super injured at running back, very similar to what the Niners are going through. And they also lost their number one corner in Peters. But for whatever reason, I get this weird vibe from the Ravens, and, and Harbaugh's a good coach. I, I think they might be able to make moves this year, and I think you'll see a big step in leadership and just play in general from Lamar Jackson. So, not to not to give anything away, but are are, are you are you looking at Baltimore to make the playoffs this year? And your your dark horse is because you think they'll go far, possibly, or or they could, or are they? You don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but they could be a team that does. I think the Ravens are right there to win their division, and I think for right. sure at least the AFC Championship. Okay. All right. Moving on. Reggie, what do you got? Dark Horse. Uh, dark Horse, that would be the Indianapolis Colts, Eric, because they're the only team in the NFL that is actually a horse. So. <laughs> and right now things are very dark in Well, the Broncos? The Broncos? Not really. Oh, no, that's <laughs> true. Okay. Okay. I take that back. No, I think um, – well, you know, like I would have said, I would have said Arizona, but Brian said no before the broadcast in the, in the, in the you know, production meeting. So I'm not allowed to take Arizona because I, I really think that they, they've got a shot to do some things. But if I had to pick a team that uh, has just kind of been on the outside looking in for a couple years now um, that may be knocking on the door of doing something special, they've, they've had a rough start. I'll, I'll give you that. But I think, you know, I, I kind of like Minnesota, honestly. Um, I like Kirk Cousins. I think he's... Uh, 
you know, he's he's got the uh, the prototypical the the game manager moniker. So he's you know not super sexy or, or he's not going to light up the scoreboard don't necessarily, talk, but he gets the job done. Mrs. Cousins, I bet she's very sexy. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, and and yeah, I don't know. I just their division. You know, the I don't. I'm not in love with the Bears, the the Packers. You know, who knows? They sure looked good the other night. They sure looked good last night on Monday Night Football. It was football, the Lions. But, um, it was the Lions, yeah. And and who knows, uh, you know, how, how much the um, the the inner inner turmoil of, of what's going on with uh, um, uh, Aaron Rodgers and, and uh, the, the front office, how much that's going to affect what happens on the field. So I don't know. I mean, I think they got – and the Lions are awful. So um, I think they got a shot. Yeah. All right. I think I'm, I'll tell you my two dark horses. Um, and these are teams that I don't have making the playoffs, but I think that if they, that, that they could make the playoffs and if they do, um, they are trouble. Uh, my first one is Seattle. And the only reason I have them not making the playoffs is because they're in the NFC West. And I don't think all four teams can make, uh, it into it's, the playoffs. it's possible, but not very mathematical. I, I can't see that they would have to split evenly amongst themselves. And even then it's going to drop them down with, with five losses, you know, probably. Um, but it could happen. It, it really could. But I, I, I think Seattle is odd man out in the West, but if they do make it, Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll, make them dangerous, no matter what they're doing. Then in the AFC, I like the chargers. Uh, I don't have them making the playoffs and, I, I think they are that team that is right there on the cusp, but they are playing behind Kansas City and uh, in the same division with with Vegas. And um, I did, it's going to be a. I think it's going to be hard for them to make the playoffs, but if they do, I think they can be trouble as well. All right. Well, I'm going to stay in the AFC West, but I'm going to. I would love to pick the Raiders. I would, but. It's dark horse, and the Raiders kind of like the Cardinals. Like they should have made the playoffs the last couple of years, and somehow find a way not to. Um, I'm going to go with Denver. I think Teddy Bridgewater makes a difference. That team last year was very good, except the quarterback play was abysmal, and they still won six games. You give even average quarterback play, and that team would have won nine or ten games. And I think with the seven, the extra wild card again this year. I think Denver finds a way to sneak in to the uh, to the playoffs. And in the NFC, because they play in the same division as the Saints and the Falcons, and because they, the teams that they get to play opposite them are the NFC and the AFC East, <laughs> I like the Carolina Panthers. Not because I think they're one of the seven best teams in the NFC, but I think because of how the schedule lines up, I think they are going to get into the playoffs as the seventh seed because the NFC West teams are going to beat up on each other. I'm not sure if Watson agrees with me or disagrees with He's me. He's pulling for the Browns. <laughs> yeah, he wants to be a part of the dog pound. So, yeah, there you go. you're right. Yeah. I got you, Reggie. You see, I, I picked up what you were laying down. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. You know. I figured it needed a little help to get across the finish line. Because <laughs> I was losing. I, you lost me. That was for sure. I was thinking, uh, based on his code, right. I was thinking more Penn State whiteout. But hey, you know. So let's start. <laughs> let's start taking. Let's start t- talking about end of season and who we think is going to be really good. Let's start with the AFC East. Who's going to win the AFC East quickly around the room? Starting with Jordan. Go. Ooh, give me the Bills. 
easily. Bills, Bills by landslide. I got the Bills. Bills. I got the Bills. Not a lot of argument there. Let's go to the AFC North. What do you got, Reg? Uh, Steelers. Steelers. I'm going to take take Cleveland. I think Cleveland is going to break through. I got the Ravens. Brian, I'm right with you, dog. Ravens. Jordan and I, we pick alike. Good things happen. (laughs) We'll have to see. I was not really, I don't know. I I just, I I think you got to watch out for the Browns. Let's go to the AFC South. And uh, I'll tell you mine. I got I got Tennessee winning the AFC South. Tennessee by default. <laughs> Might be the only team over five hundred. Yeah. Tennessee easily, sorry. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah, same. I got Tennessee. Okay, all agree on the AFC South, and then in the AFC West, Brian, who you got? Till somebody proves me different, I got Kansas City. I'm right there with you, Brian. You can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. I mean, not right now, at least. I agree it's going to be Kansas City, but I'm not sure it's going to be as dominant as it has been the past couple of years. Uh, Let's transition over to the NFC. And in the NFC East, uh, Jordan, go. This is a tough one. (laughs) It really is, is, man. Pick pick your poison. uh, It's brutal over there. I mean, I'll just do it. Cowboys. Oh. Oh, Oh, wait. Was that cheering I heard from upstairs? (laughs) Yeah, I doubt it. No. Go, Reg. Uh, I'm a Jordan. I'm a Jordan. Oh, my gosh. I mean, uh-huh. Dak's back. Yeah. You know, <laughs> look at the division, fellas. And, and they're mean. off. Yeah. Yeah. They, the division you know what? Dak was atrocious. back and Dak is a 500 quarterback. I guess, you know. <laughs> okay. Okay. You guys so who, who's going who's gonna to beat him, though, Eric? Who, who do you have? Who's going to beat him? Washington. No, not oh. without. <laughs> They don't even have a Who mascot right now. Right they're, they're, they're just the football team. Henneke? Henne- no, Heineke. stop it. They, they're not going to do anything until they get a mascot. Henneke was in the XFL two years ago. <laughs> the XFL. Literally. It's going to take, all it's going to take is eight wins. No. And eight that's why <laughs> I got the Philadelphia Eagles for this reason. They play defense and they're, very good on the offensive and defensive lines in games one where there's not a lot of talent is in the trenches. So I like the Eagles because, to be honest, you watch that game against San Francisco, they really should have won the game. Because yeah, they like completely pick, right? outplayed them in the first half. Should have been up 17 nothing, 20 nothing. Yeah. But they self-destructed. Um, I, I think the Eagles are – and I didn't think they were very good at all, but watching them – I was like, hmm, they... They look really good defensively. They look really good defensively, and they've got some young playmakers and Devontae Smith and the Watkins kid that had the 91-yard pass. And I think maybe losing that game to the Niners in the way they did by missing out on those opportunities, maybe they improve upon that uh, going forward. I'm just going to take, Brian, and, and, and all I'm going to say is I don't think they're deep enough. I think Washington's defense in the end will be better. And that's all that's going to But I'll take Jalen Hurts over Henneke any day of the week. For sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not I'm not saying that. I just I well I just think Washington may have just a little bit more talent. Okay. Just a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. I definitely don't think Dallas is gonna be there. And we all agree the, the Giants are finishing last. Is that a fair assessment from everybody? I I, I, oh, I concur. It's close. Well, it's close. I, <laughs> what what difference does it make in the 
that division, if you're second, you're last. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. uh, In the NFC North, who do you got, uh, Reg? Uh, I have the Packers. I mean, I yeah, I've got the Packers. That's another weak division to me, and I think they're they're gonna, just the most experienced, and they're they're there. So, I'm I'm going to take the Vikings. I think Minnesota will rebound from their zero and two start. Packers, discount double check. Packers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not confident in them, but again, yeah. because of what the where they play, yeah, yep. they're going to have. Not only are they going to win the division, they're probably going to ho- they're going to be one of the top two mm-hmm. seeds in the playoffs because they're just going to accumulate wins. It's just what's going to happen. I, I, I can't see that after watching them play the first two games. You know, they, they beat Detroit. They're, they'll accumulate wins against Detroit, but they look so bad. They are so dysfunctional. Um, it, I just, I'm not, I, I, it's not like it has been in years. I, I think, Eric, they will struggle on the road against good teams. Yep, I do too. But I think at Lambeau, my- they'll probably go, what, 7-1 and one at Lambeau? Easy. And if they no. can win three games, four games on the road, then they'll they'll finish I- with 11 wins. Just remember, the Packers, it, it, what, what I think is going to happen, they're going to come out of next week 1-2. and two. Oh, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I just, I, I, anyway, that's, that's my deal there. In the NFC South, I, you know, this one's pretty much a no-brainer. I got Tampa. Uh, anybody not have Tampa? Okay, that saves some time. Next. <laughs> yep. Friends and family of the Panthers, Saints, and Falcons. Those are the only ones who don't have Tampa. Yeah. Uh, how about the West, Brian? I hate to say it. I just think it's the Rams. And and I really believe the Rams are the best team in the NFC, but I don't think they're going to be the one seed. I think they might be the three seed because – the best team playing in the NFC is also playing the NFC West, and they're probably going to end up with five losses just because of the schedule that they have to play. Mm-hmm. All right, Jordan. Yeah, that's the Rams. I mean, Stafford for golf was probably the best move they've made. It makes Cooper Cup and Robert Woods look tremendously better, and that defense is still a beast. And I, I know depth's a problem, but as of right now, they're all healthy, and they're, they're firing on all cylinders. Uh, Reggie? Yeah, I'm right there. I'm right there with Brian and Jordan. As long as they stay healthy, uh, it's going to be a dogfight. You know, they might win it by a game, but I, I think they take it. I, I think the I think the division comes down to that last game, yep. uh, week 17 or 18, whatever the heck week it is, against the Niners down at SoFi. I think the winner of that game wins the division. I will take I will take the Niners. I will let my uh, anybody surprised by that Homer oh. come out. <laughs> take the Niners. And I will take it because of San Francisco's death. Because if L.A. loses a quarterback, they can't compete. If the Niners lose a quarterback, they still have one. If um, if uh, the, the Rams, Rams lose Donald, they're dead. Donald, they're <laughs> dead. Um, the Niners have lots of depth on their defensive line. I just I think the Niners have more depth, and when you're playing 17, I think that's going to come into play. And I think I, also, I just, don't forget, the Rams play on turf now. Yeah, and the other thing is, with the running game that the Niners have, they're going to look a lot like Baltimore where you're going to be able to plug in guys and do fairly well, no matter how far down that depth chart you have to go. And they will be getting (laughs) down, but they're going to get Wilson. They'll get Wilson back. They'll get Trey Sermon back. Mitchell looks good. Um, Most started, most in the second half. Maybe most starts out season ending surgery. He's done. 
So I did. I, 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 I like what they've got. And I like their young kids in the back. Anyway, I got San Francisco. Let's talk about our, um, our three wildcard teams, Jordan in the AFC. Who are your three wildcard teams? Ooh, I got, I got to put in the Raiders. I think the Raiders will finally get over the curse or whatever people want to call it that we've been going through. But I think the Raiders win, you know, that get to that 10 to 11 mark. And that, I think that gets you, gets you in. Obviously the chiefs are winning the AFC West. Um, and then I think the Browns, just because I had the Ravens winning the division. Um, and then I'll take the Colts. Okay. Reg, who you got in the AFC? Um, I've got, uh, I got the Raiders, I got the Browns and pre to an injury. I might've had the dolphins, but I'm going to go with the Patriots. Okay. Uh, my number five seed is Vegas. My number six is Baltimore and Pittsburgh gets in by the skin of their teeth. Yeah, I've got Cleveland, Indy and Denver. And I think Denver, the Chargers, and the Raiders are all, I mean, it's going to come down to the last two weeks, those three teams battling out for that seven spot. Okay. Uh, in the NFC, Jordan, the three wildcard teams in the NFC. I'm going to go, I think the NFC West gets two. I'm going to go Niners, Cardinals, Panthers. Okay. Reg? Uh, I'm going to go Niners, Seahawks, Bears. So I have NFC West. Bears. Three. Yeah. The, the Bears. Bears. Yep. Wow. The Bears. All right. I got, uh, I got the Rams at five, Arizona at six. And then I can't believe I actually wrote this down. I must have hit my head on something. I got Dallas at seven because of how weak <laughs> the schedule More is. More noise from up top. That means... <laughs> Three of the four of you, th- so far, three guys, three, all three have Dallas in the playoffs. Uh-huh. I can't, I don't happen. I, I was outside my body when that was written. All right. Well, now you're waiting for me. Well, I add Dallas in there too. We'll see. Niners, Niners five, Dallas six, Panthers seven. Okay. The, the problem with that, the uh-huh. what I don't what, what I don't understand, Brian, and I think you and I are in the same boat, I, I just don't see the NFC East having a winning record, and yet I've got two of their teams in the playoffs. I don't get it. <laughs> I know, because I look at the South, the bottom half of the South is awful. I think the other three teams, the NFC North, are bad. And, you know, and the NFC, I think Washington and the Giants are just worse than the other two. You know what? I'm going to change mine. You can't change yours. You just said I, it. I'm changing it. I'm changing it. I set the rules too. I'm putting oh Green Bay goodness. in. Oh, oh, you didn't even have Green. Yeah, I would hope you'd have Green Bay in over the Cowboys. Jeez. Yeah, I'm putting Green Bay you in. Anti Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's right. He's the only oh, that one. That is yeah, and the rest of us have the Vikings out. <laughs> uh, picking in the top ten. So there we go. Hey, mark my words. Just watch it. Just watch it. Uh, all right. Talk about. Let's skip all the way now to the AFC Championship. Who is in that game, and who wins it? Oh, well, I, I, my, mine's going to be the most exciting. I think it's it's Chiefs Ravens. It's kind of a pre. Oh, here it, it, we go. It, 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 <laughs> we'll see you again. You know, we, we just saw it. It was it was it was one of the greatest games ever in the regular season already. 
Um, and you're going to have two explosive quarterbacks. You'll have two great coaches. No matter where it's played, it's probably going to be played in Kansas City. But if it's played in Kansas City, you know the stadium's going to be electric. But Patrick Mahomes will get the job done this time, um, and he'll take his team to the Super Bowl. So three trifecta for Mahomes oh, at yeah. the Super Bowl, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Who's up? Is it my, Reggie, my, my you're up, Reggie. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Chiefs are there until they get knocked off, but I think they are going to get knocked off this year, and I'll tell you who it's going to be. It's going to be the Bills. I got the Bills. I like Bills over the Chiefs. I, uh, Bills over the Chiefs. Okay, are they I playing like it, Josh Allen. Are they playing Allen. in Arrowhead, or are they playing in 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 the frozen tundra? Of the, I think of they're Buffalo. playing in Buffalo. I think they're playing in Buffalo. Buffalo's so got in the snow. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That kind of levels the we, playing field a little bit. We got to put him in a different bit. environment to <laughs> try and knock him off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I will tell you that I have got Kansas City getting knocked out in the round before by Las Vegas. Whoa. The Raiders play Kansas City tough and that they will meet up in the playoffs. And I would just watch out. I, I, I would just watch out. I wish so you I've could got, see it, Eric. Jordan is doing the dance right now. I, <laughs> I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, Jordan. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. And they're facing the Buffalo Bills, and and that's where Vegas will end. Uh, that the dream ends, and uh, the Bills win and go to the Super Bowl in the AFC. Oh, that would hurt. Oh, you would you would take it right now. That would just bring back nightmares of what 2000, 2001. Jay I was, Schrader. I was crying in front of the, to three in front of the TV, <laughs> watching watching the Patriots cheat me away. No, uh, I thought you were talking about when the Raiders played the Bills and oh, lost fifty one no, no, to no. three. Yeah. Uh, so I got Buffalo. Brian, what do you got? I'd like, got, to, I'd like to change my pick right now. Eric, just pick <laughs> Buffalo. I, I'm, I'm, I'm panicking. I'm with Reg. I'm going uh, Chiefs at the Bills on a snow, winder, windy, blustery day in Buffalo. Uh, and near the Canadian border. And I got the Buffalo Bills circling the wagons, getting back to the Super Bowl. Wow. wow, man. The That's doubt three of Patrick Mahomes this year. Oh, is gosh, Jordan. I got to change my pick right what now. What is happening? <laughs> Oh no! no but you got uh, it. the doubt is the fact we get him out of Arrowhead and make him play on the road in bad conditions. No, I, yeah, no, it makes sense to me. I like it. I don't think Kansas City is going to be quite as dominant. Uh, it is hard three years in a row. I'm just saying. All right, let's go to the NFC and Reg. Why don't you start us off? Uh, so I think I think uh, Tom Terrific is going to be there until you know. Till he retires, so I got I got the Buccaneers and the Niners actually, and that that may be some homerism coming through, um, but uh, you you know we talked about the San Francisco's depth. I think that's enough to get them through you know the ups and downs of of a, what a regular regular season NFL schedule looks like, and uh, I think I think they outlast everybody and they get there. But I've got I've got the Buccaneers going back. Okay. okay. Well, I will tell you, I've got the L.A. Rams upsetting Tampa Bay in the uh in, in the week before and of course i've got san francisco in there because i think san francisco and la will meet for the rubber game i think they split during the regular season and the rubber match is who determines who goes to the super bowl and of course i can't pick anybody but san francisco so that it's kind oh of a lot lord so much for my <laughs> hope and dreams <laughs> against buffalo in my tribute to chris berman pick it's the Chris Berman pick. <laughs> Five straight years he picked the Bills and the Niners, and he was wrong every year. That's my tribute to Chris. He got one of them right five straight years. Hmm. That's and only <laughs> one time did he get the right team to actually win the whole thing. 
So, oh goodness. Um, I'm up. I have actually the Niners upsetting Tampa because I think they have the one thing that Tom Terrific struggles with, and that's speed on the edge with Bosa, Ford, and Ebucom. And I have the Niners beating Tampa, getting to SoFi Stadium to play the Rams in a rubber match. And unfortunately, I have the Rams mm. taking down the Niners. And for the huh. second consecutive mm. year, a home team will play on their a team will play on their home field for the Super Bowl. Ooh. Wow. All right. You know it what? It kills me to say that, but that's just kind of how I see okay, so it right got, now. You know what? I, I I gotta be different. I gotta be a little different. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Cardinals Bucks Ooh, in the okay. NFC championship. Cardinals. And I'm gonna say Cardinals because I, I I feel like that their offense might just explode in the next couple of weeks. You well, know what? That's and, and, not that's not a that's not a bad pick. And like, here's that's the thing. Not a bad what did we just pick? talk I, about? What causes Brady problems? Guys on the edge. Who's on their edge? JJ oh. Watt and Chandler Jones, Chandler two Jones. of the I most mean, dangerous pass rushers in football. Defensively, they'll be able to disrupt, and I think offensively, Murray. I mean, Murray's been looking good the last, the first two weeks. So if he can keep it up and all the targets that he has to throw to now, I mean, it can get interesting. It can get a little funky. So. I'm going to go Cardinals, Bucks, and I'm going to take the Cardinals. And I'm going to say the <laughs> Cardinals are going to go to the Super Bowl. In, nice. Cliff, in Cliff and Kyler, we nice. trust. Man. Yeah. I just tell you, I, I like, I, I don't mind Arizona. It's just, I don't know that, that, that Murray can stay healthy for 17 and the playoff with his style because he is out all the, he, he's out on the corners all the time. It just takes one hit. You got to be really careful with that. But man, he is exciting. He is exciting. So Super Bowl, uh, last pick, and then we're going to wrap this podcast up. Jordan, who is the NFL champion at the end of this year? Yeah, so I have Kansas City and Arizona. So Kansas City gets to play Lamar Jackson, and then you get to go play Kyler Murray in the Super Bowl. Two explosive games. I think that game will also be high-scoring. I think it'll be interesting again because if if I'm saying Arizona's going as far as they do, that means Chandler Jones and JJ Watt are absolutely dominating. But I can't I can't knock Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's <laughs> he's to me, he's the best quarterback that I've seen other than Tom Brady, and I think he still has a chance, even though he has the one blemish from last year, I think he still has a chance to get to that status. Um and I think I think Kansas City gets it done. I think twenty seven twenty four, Kansas City. Sure. Kansas City by three. Reg. All right, so I have the I have the Bills going up against Tampa, and uh, you know I think there's just something there's something in the water up there. I don't know what it is. I like I like Josh Allen a lot. Um, Brady's got the experience, but he's lost some too. Um, so I you know what I'm gonna go. I'm I'm just gonna do it. I'm going with the Bills. I'm going with the Bills, and I say I say thirty four twenty seven. Ooh. Okay. Drop a 34 ball on the Bucks yeah. defense. So, Eric? I have San Francisco against Buffalo. And um, the, the one thing that gives the Niners all kinds of trouble is a quarterback that can get out and run, and Josh Allen can do that. Niners are going to give up 30, but they're going to get 31. They will <laughs> oh, my oh, my gosh. He did the one thing the Cardinals sent. He put uh. the little number first. Oh. oh. 
You know, I will say though, Eric was the only one that that believed in the Giants a little bit That's in our true. in our MLB. Preview. It was a little. I mean, we all just. We put them. <laughs> Listen we'll put to him. Claim it right now, too. They were a 500 Listen to him. <laughs> yep, yep. I had it the whole way, guys. I knew it from the, you know, my little crystal balls. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I did not know 100 wins was in the equation. <laughs> they'd be over 500, but not 100 wins. That was, that. this is ridiculous. So, All right. anyway. I've got, you've been uh, li- you didn't let me pick my teams. <laughs> oh, he man. totally he's about wow. to cut you off. He totally fast forwarded. <laughs> That's so great. Wow. <laughs> he got and Giants pick. So <laughs> All right, I got Buffalo and the Rams at SoFi and in a wild up and down game for the first time ever. The Buffalo Bills win the Super Bowl. And they knock off the Rams 37-33. Ooh, man, that's a close game. Most valuable like player of the that. Super Bowl? Stephon Diggs. Love that. Yep. Okay. All right. Y'all heard it here first. There's no need to watch the next 14 weeks of the NFL. Just jump in on week 17 and you'll be <laughs> fine. Now you know uh, who's going to be all good and everything. I want to say thank you for listening to episode 96. It's our NFL preview 2021. And for all the guys, my name is Eric Davis. For Brian Nelson, Reggie Wright, and Jordan Santa Maria, I say thanks for listening. Hey, remember this one thing. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, get in the game. You've been listening to Get in the Game, an exclusive presentation of the Blue Chip Sports Radio Network. Get in the Game with Eric and Brian on BlueChipBroadcasting.com.